It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Descending from atop the highest mountains of pop culture and delivering the knowledge of media you seek, this is the Geek Peak Podcast. Descending from atop the highest mountains of pop culture and delivering the knowledge of media you seek. Hello, 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 mountain nerds, and welcome to the Geek Peak Podcast. Thank you for joining us today on our climb to the summit of pop culture while we ask the deepest, darkest questions of our time. Yeah, we're going there, nerd Sherpas. Today's episode is an avalanche of would-you-rather questions. Would you rather listen to this episode or stare down the valley of ignorance instead of summoning to the Geek Peak? That's what I thought. Check out some of this quality content, courtesy of myself and my two co-hosts, Chris and Brandon. Before I bring them in, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our new website that we have, geekpeakpod.com. So if you go there, you're going to find all of our links to social media. You'll find some bios about the pod and ourselves. And we are very excited to announce that we have merch up. So you can buy your you can buy your favorite Geek Peak merch on geekpeakpod.com. We've got t-shirts of all different kinds. Uh, we've got some stickers. You can buy coffee mugs. There's a bunch of different shit on there. So go check it out. A lot of you have already made some purchases. We are extremely thankful. And without further ado, let me bring on my two co-hosts, Chris and Brandon. Yolo, yolo, yolo. What's up, everybody? How's it going? I will leave you with some of the inner machinations of my brain real quick. How do you spell Davy from Davy Jones? A D A V Y 
or is it D-A-V-I-E? This has nothing to do with our episode, Why? by the way. It's got to be a Y, right? It's D-A-V-E-Y. <laughs> oh, E-Y? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Wow, bitches! <laughs> okay, well. Because like Dave and then E, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works in English. Uh, I'll say this. It's great to be back. I'm sorry I just started my, my rantings already, but I'm happy that we're having a, uh, a freestyle, would you rather style episode. Yes, yeah, so we haven't even gotten into the, the hard-hitting questions, and you're already coming in with the, uh, the Davey. <laughs> Before we get any further, too, I forgot to mention, check us out on Patreon.com. We have a, we have a couple of uh, you nerd sherpers that are on there. We got a couple of billy goats on there as well. So uh, check our Patreon out. If you like the podcast, come support us. Also, Patreon users, subscribers, you might be getting some merch for free. We soon. Yeah. <laughs> soon. Yeah. We, we're, we're working on that yeah. for you. Yeah. So expect some goodies and expect some uh, early access to some of the episodes that we're going to be putting out in the near future. Yes. Come be our patrons. We will be your muse. That being said, should we talk about some drinks? Let's go. Brandon, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking something pretty special today. I've been holding back on this one. It's a. Uh, Another beer by Surly Brewing, which is a beer uh, brewing company that I did a couple weeks ago, actually, out of Minnesota. 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 This one is Abrasive Ale. The one that... All right, here's the reason this one really excites me. It has 100 points on Beer Advocate, a perfect score. This thing's coming in hot. It's a double Imperial IPA, and it's at a 9.2%, so it's going to knock you on your fucking ass if you're not paying attention. Um let me get a little sipsy poo of this thing real quick. Ah, that's actually really light for being a nine point two percent. That's dangerous. It's uh, very piney, lots of floral text uh, flavors in there. Got some citrus in the back taste of it. That's a good one. I can see why it's rated so highly. That's how I like my beer content, like ABV dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, and so Minnesota and abrasive normally in my mind don't go together. Was they actually abrasive? Uh, I mean, do you know about the Minnesota winters? Because that can be quite fucking abrasive. <laughs> mm, okay, fair enough. But does it is it an abrasive taste, would you say? Is it true to would, name? I don't think it's an abrasive taste at all, actually. I think it's actually quite enjoyable. Very full-bodied, <laughs> very floral, very citrusy. Quite delicious. It's like the biggest guy at the gym being named Tiny. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Tiny is the name of a character in Crash Bandicoot. And he's a big guy. He's Wouldn't a really you know big it? guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trent's like, this is my chance. I get to talk <laughs> about Naughty Dog games on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Once per episode, no matter what. Meanwhile, me and him are like, when are we going to shit on Last Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That being said, Trent, what are you drinking? Um, I'm a little embarrassed to say after Brandon came out with this amazing craft beer, but I am drinking Michelob Ultra Ultra Seltzer. So mm. they have a seltzer now, and this so one I don't think is, I've had that seltzer yet. I've tried a bunch of different ones up to this point, though. So this one's good. The one I'm trying right now is spicy pineapple, and it's I'll tell you, it's one of the few seltzers that actually tastes like pineapple. So it's uh, it's real good. Zero sugars zero carbs which even the white claws or the truly's or the uh 
whatever some of those other more popular ones are, they don't have zero carbs. This one's zero carbs, eight calories. So, mm. yeah, it's pretty good. How would you say it stacks up to White Claw, Truly, Bud Light Seltzers? Better than Bud Light Seltzer. Better than Truly, because I think personally Truly is too sweet. Not better than White Claw. I think White Claw has the perfect balance if you get the flavor right. So, like, for example, I don't like um, strawberry or not strawberry. I don't like mango White Claw because it's too sweet. But if you get the if you get the flavor right on it, I think White Claw is better. But this one is definitely better than Truly or Bud Light Seltzer. It's not it's not too sweet, basically. Nice. Is, is there a strawberry White Claw? Because that sounds disgusting. No, there. No, there's. Uh, I think there's a strawberry. No, it's Bud a stra- Light Seltzer. It's Bud Light Seltzer, and it's awful. So like the white claws where you really hit the mark are going to be your grapefruit, your watermelon, white, white cherry, your or black tan, cherry, your tangerine, your more of your citrusy flavors are in my Bro. opinion are where you're, you're going to you're hit missing the best, the best one, which is raspberry. That is no, delicious. No, watermelon what about black is, cherry. Mm-mm. No, you guys are both fucking wrong. Watermelon oh is definitely God. the best white claw. Every word of what you just said. Wrong. See, watermelon's very. I would call watermelon abrasive. It's a very abrasive flavor. Abrasive. <laughs> watermelon, Dude, it's grapefruit, tangerine. Do any of us align on any of the white claws that we like? Because I, 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 think- I do like black cherry. I think it's good, but I like it, it's raspberry, black cherry, and mango for me. I despise mango. <laughs> I won't drink it. <laughs> I despise about- watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> what about lime? Yeah, lime's okay. Very run of the mill average. Yeah. Lemon, I like lemon yeah. as well. Not a lemon, fan of lemon. Lemon grosses me out. Yeah, so. not a fan of lemon personally. All right, this is like a psychological litmus, new age litmus <laughs> test. <laughs> it's like fuck your Myers Briggs. I want to know what white claws you like and don't like. Okay, I told you guys before this isn't fucking Buzzfeed, but we're getting real Buzzfeedy right now. Okay, my bad. So go ahead and move on to your drink, Chris. All right. I am drinking a classic on the show, St. Augustine Distillery Bourbon on the rock, one rock. On the one singular rock. Nice. And uh, a little, probably a tad bit of water in it at this point. It's very good, very tasty. If if we ever blow up, St. Augustine Distillery owes us a lot of money. It's true. We shout them out all the time, but it's worth it. I do it for free because they are a great distillery. And I like to yeah, support my you like the product. There's no reason not to shout them out. Yeah. Support local baby. Yes, and, definitely uh, support local. And it's 44% alcohol straight from Florida. God bless. So before we get into any more of our show, we want to give a quick shout out to our friends capes on the couch. And here is their ad spot. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Okay, so that was for our friends over at the Capes on the Couch. Go check them out. Now, I'm... A little late on this because we didn't do it in the first week, but this March I'm designating Metal March, so all my recommendations are gonna be metal as fuck. And I'm gonna join you, brother. It's metal time. <laughs> so uh, I'm going hard on metal recommendations. So for all my metal heads out there, I'm throwing back some of our favorites and also some ones that you may have missed or new new jams. 
So my first song is AC-130 by Attack Attack. This is a what throwback. A classic. <laughs> oh my god. The song is metal for the sake of being metal. It's just so heavy. All breakdowns. The, the lyrics are metal. It just goes hard. Brandon, thoughts on this one? Uh, big fan. I mean, we've <laughs> we basically turned the song into a meme amongst our friend group for a good amount of time. So it's uh, so metal. <laughs> it, it resonates with me to a certain degree for sure. <laughs> yeah. So we've got that one, and then my second wreck. This is more like this is a band that I still listen to regularly. I really, really like them. They go really hard, and their sound is awesome. Dead and Divine. The specific song I'm talking about is Ditch Pig. It goes so hard, and at the same time, it's got like very visceral lyrics, and it's just so tight. Like the, the sound is just tight and heavy. So check them out. I was just telling Brandon before the show. He's like, I didn't never really listen to Dead Divine. Listen to the album Intimacy. It's an older one. I think it was 2016, but oh gosh, it's like bone crushingly hard. So yeah, I mean, I'm always looking out for new metal, so I will definitely check that out. Chris asked me before the pod, he's like, I'm going to recommend a metal song. Could you just take a stab in the dark at the name of the song? And I was like, dude, I don't know really that many metal songs. And he's like, no, just if you were going to guess the name of a metal song, what would it be? And I said, Unbroken Chains of Amon Ra. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that a mummy reference? <laughs> it is. It is a mummy reference. That would but, be a dope metal song, though. Uh, you, somebody should make one like that. They really should. But so uh, said, continuing on, oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> I was going to say, he said, he said, it's not going to be something super bloody or disgusting or anything. And then he's like, yeah, the name of my song is Ditch Pig. I was like, well. <laughs> it's just kind of disturbing, not necessarily graphic. I guess. Brandon, I know you're participating in Metal March. What is your heavy ass song for our fans out there? So I have one song for you today. And uh, this is a song that I came across through a recommendation from one of my buddies. Uh, he was showing me a bunch of new metal stuff that I probably missed out on in the past few years from not really keeping up with the scene too much. But this one really resonated with me just because of how ignorant and how fucking hard it goes. <laughs> and the song is called Crooked by the band Dealer. I mean, dude, this... <laughs> if you don't like really heavy songs, you're probably not going to be a big fan of this one. There's no melodic singing at all, uh, nothing like that. But when you get to that breakdown, it's like, <laughs> and in this dog eat dog world, you're still the fucking bitch. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so heavy. I fucking love this song. It gets me pumped up every time I listen to it. Highly recommend. Hell yeah. I'm going to be listening to that at the gym. I am also thing. participating in metal march is that what we're calling oh, it metal march baby metal march <laughs> yeah so uh, my recommendation for metal march is uh post malone's new cover of hootie and the blowfishes only wanna be with you <laughs> <laughs> i really do like this cover they did it for the 25th pokemon anniversary and uh if you look if you listen to it on spotify the video content is literally just a loop of Post Malone turning into Pokemon Trainer uh, cartoon Post Malone. Yeah, that, that terrifying, uncanny looking character. <laughs> He's so nightmarish. Yeah. His so, face tats translated over to a Pokemon Trainer is just fucking weird. 
Yeah, it scares me and it haunts my dreams. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's not really metal, but I, I recommend the song, it. Though. Say that being said, I do I do <laughs> like the song. <laughs> All right, so getting out of our song recommendations. Uh, I just want to do a couple of movie recommendations real quick. I just watched uh, Greenland with Gerard Butler. It's one of those movies that I thought was going to be your typical like post-apocalyptic world's ending type of movies, but it was a lot more than that. And I don't want to go too into detail or analyze it too much, but I highly recommend it. If you're turned off by the fact that it's like a, I know Gerard Butler has done a bunch of like, you know, Olympus has fallen or something insert title has fallen movie uh give this one give this one a a try it's it's really good i was pleasantly surprised by it um it goes a lot into what would happen to society an apocalypse was like penultimate and if somebody was chosen to be one of the families that were going to continue society after all this happened so it's it's really good i i give it definitely uh, I'd probably say like a six and a half out of 10, which is good for a post-apocalyptic kind of movie. And then the next one I'm going to recommend is Silk Road, which is a, a dramatized version of it's based off a true story of um, the guy that actually created the dark well, dark web website, Silk Road. Really good. The guy that that directed, it, I forget his name, but he does a lot of documentaries. So he, he kind of treats it as a documentary, but dramatizes it. Um, and I highly recommend that as well. I, I both these movies I rented off YouTube. They're not streaming on any of your favorite platforms yet, but definitely you got a geek peak recommendation on those. That Silk Road one sounds awesome. I'm super interested in that. I remember when like first hearing about that in college, and I was like, "What? The dark web? What? Sounds cool." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, before we get into our would you rather questions, we have a small little new segment. Brandon, I don't know if I talked to you about this. I talked to Chris about it, but it's uh, our advice corner. And my little brother came into town today. And he was looking for a little bit of advice. He's, he's got a little bit of roommate troubles going on. And uh, I'm not going to mention our listener by name, but uh, they've ha- they're having a little roommate troubles. All, all friends do. And uh, I just want to say... Friends do not always make the best roommates. And Chris, you know this. You've actually roomed with me and Brandon as well. And look at us now. We're all doing a podcast together. You yep. can you cannot my advice here is you cannot be roommates and you can still be best friends. So Bo show. Yeah. Don't uh Trent, Trent bled on my wall one time. <laughs> we got a bleeder. That may not have even been the worst thing that I've done. <laughs> I think also once I when you were rooming with Brandon, I pissed on your sound. Yeah, you, you seem to be uh, an issue. <laughs> you definitely did do that. I'm the just first time I met Brandon. <laughs> the first time I met the first night I met Brandon, I pissed on him and Chris's TV and soundbar, which I had never, ever done that before in my entire life. Being drunk, if, so. I mean, if nothing else, it was quite a first impression. I, and I remembered who you were as soon as Chris brought you up again. Good. I'm glad I did. <laughs> so with that being said, Tyler, my brother and unnamed listener out there, you know who you are. We actually like you at the Geek Peak more than Tyler because you're more of a fan. So unnamed listener out there, I am personally going to be sending you some Geek Peak merch. And I just ask that you guys try and work it out and stay friends. That being said, 
we are going to move on to our Would You Rather scenario episode. Each of us are going to ask um, a Would You Rather question, and we're just going to ask as many as we can before time runs out. But the first one is going to be a unanimous Geek Peak question, and I'm going to give it to you guys right now. So, Geek Peak Would You Rather question. It's more. It's not really a Would You Rather. It's like more of a scenario. So, <laughs> so it's going to go most likely to happen, most likely to survive, and the worst to happen. And the scenarios are Planet of the Apes. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Zombie apocalypse, alien invasion, or sentient robots, so like Skynet. So I'm going to ask you guys first, which one is the most likely to happen out of those four? Most likely to happen? Uh, probably robot sentience, which is terrifying. That's what you think. Ape stronger together. <laughs> Reject humanity. <laughs> Return to monkey. <laughs> I think it's definitely more reasonable uh, that AI gets to the point where it can have free will and we get into like a Westworld slash Terminator situation. I agree that that's much more likely from what we know. Like, so yes, Stephen, true. Stephen, Stephen Hawking is actually, before he passed, that was something that he was actually scared of, was AI sentience. I'm... Again, from what we know on our current Earth and, and everything that we know, that's probably the most likely. But I'm going to go with alien invasion just because the universe is so massive and vast that there's got to be other intelligent life out there. And just to play devil's advocate, I'm saying we're clapping them alien cheeks before any of them robots come yeah, so you don't. You, maybe those aliens are nice, though, and they're just trying to reach out and be like, hey, we're trying to bring you into the interstellar like community with us. Whereas the robots, it's like, I've seen what you looked up on your phone, you sick fuck. I'm coming after you. <laughs> what about the monkeys? <laughs> Is that what you really think, Chris? No, I just, honestly, that kind of terrifies me in, in, a, in a slight <laughs> way. Uh, 
I mean, I, I'm surprised honest- nobody said zombie apocalypse with our current pandemic situation. Like, I, I could, whenever all these uh, vaccines started coming out, I was thinking I am legend because that movie, the whole premise uh, is they're making like a vaccine for cancer and then they all turn into vampires. That is true. Oh boy. I didn't even consider those options. <laughs> uh, honestly, on the path that we're on right now, I'd say probably robot sentience as well, but Planet of the Apes and Zombie Apocalypse are also potentials because like weapon experiments or like experimental anything. You start doing like gene manipulation or something like that, like goes wrong. Yeah. What are you most likely to survive? I'm going to go first on this one. And I think we might actually be unanimous. I haven't heard your answers, but I would assume that we might be unanimous on this. I'm going to go zombie apocalypse. We've yep. talked extensively <laughs> about how we would survive this, survive this. We've done like a full episode to get dedicated to this. I am very much so a big zombie fan. I've read the literature. I know how to survive a zombie apocalypse. I think I would be well suited, especially compared to some of the other things. Like, how are you going to fight against cold, hard machinery that only works within like just reason? And and they don't. You can't like you can't reason with these things. It's just this is the way they're going to handle things and. And that's it. Where and and then you have like monkeys. Well, they overpower you. Oh, hold on. The an- the answer to how do you survive the the machinery, Skynet, is you clap some alien cheeks and name the you kid. You go back in time, John and you have Connor. John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Most likely to survive. Yeah, I'm not surviving robot sentience. Alien invasion is a complete toss-up. It depends if they're hostile or not. <laughs> yeah, it also depends I mean, well, on it, invasion. T- it means that they're not that they are hostile. Yeah. So yeah, like invasion. Yeah, it depends on what type of it. Like if it's like the War of the Worlds ones that just like die out when they're on Earth for too long. Like yeah, I'll hide out. It also <laughs> depends on if they're like M Night Shyamalan aliens because I got super soakers. <laughs> I'm not scared. But what if of that. they're like, what if they're xenomorph aliens? Then you're just oh, fucked, oh, right? yeah, you're dude. Dead. If it's if it's alien aliens, you are so fucked. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Yeah, that, that's just game over at that point. Or like Mars I, attack aliens. I guess covenant. you could have like, you could have some old timey blues and <laughs> folk songs ready, but. If we're talking Bro. the worst of all situations, uh, the, I think the pot, the like, if you're thinking the worst of each category, Xenomorphs from Aliens, I think are the worst. I think those are worth worse than Skynet robots. I think they're worse than the new Planet of the Apes films. I think they're definitely worse than any. Like, what was the other one? Zombies. Zombies. Yeah, Can't I think they're worse than like. Well, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe this all. Maybe we haven't talked about what kind of zombie either. Are they walkers? Are they runners? Because if it's runners, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, we're if, it, having if it's here. like World War Z and they can like form like ants and get over the Great Wall of China, that shit's scary. Just drink Pepsi yeah, and you'll I be safe. That. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Are you combining the Kindle Jenner commercial? <laughs> with I, the I don't know. Don't get that uh, reference. I'm, I'm talking about in the movie World War Z. Tom Cruise finds a Pepsi machine like at the end of the world. Basically, okay, that's, that's like, Brad Pitt. 
You fuck. Or not, Tom, not Tom Cruise. I meant Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm sorry for besmirching the name of Tom Cruise. Thank but you. it was shameless advertising in World War Z, and I was just poking fun at that. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, so wait. Then, so which one do we pick is the most likely to happen? Well, uh, most I likely, I think sentience. we all kind of agree robot sentience. And then what it, that would basically be like the only like you guys just see that as Skynet pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that would suck ass. And then if we <laughs> and then I think we agree worse to happen. Well actually I don't think we necessarily agreed on that. No, we haven't talked about that. We talked about most likely to survive, which would be zombies most likely. But worse to happen, um Jesus Christ. Uh, it really depends, uh, like <laughs> it's not Planet it, of the Apes, I don't think. I don't think so either. I mean, did you see what happened in that fucking trilogy? <laughs> I think we could end up coexisting, though, as long as we're not assholes. Apes struggle together. No, wait. First off, you're operating under the assumption we could somehow not be assholes. That's not. I don't <laughs> think that's. We're assholes to each other. There's no way that we don't look down on apes. There's no uh, but way. It, but it's would you survive? I'm not like. Our governments, no, they don't stand a chance. But as yeah. a single person, I'm hiding out and I'm making friends with the monkeys. I'd survive as entertainment with in them. a freaking Planet of the Apes carnival fair. You don't think I'll shave my family and cover their hair all over my body to blend in with the apes? <laughs> Jesus. Well, okay. Brandon, I know your brother Ryan listens. Pay attention. Give to me that. that hair, boy. <laughs> no holds barred. I'm taking that hair. All right, so worst to happen, though. Uh, I think the least worst to happen would honestly be zombies because at least I think when that happens, if you can survive the initial outbreak, you have a lot of time to at least come to terms with what's, with what's happening. And, and you may have some family that survived and be able to kind of not necessarily say your goodbyes, but like I said, come to terms with what's happening. I think the rest of these... Like, like Planet of the Apes, that'll happen slowly, I think. Wait, let me stop you for a second. Let's let's assume each one of these scenarios is, like, the worst-case scenario, pretty much, without absolute, like, destruction of the Earth immediately. So, like, for example, Zombie Apocalypse, you'd have the either the World War Z ones or the Runners from Dawn of the Dead. And then Alien Invasion, what would that be? Xenomorphs, and then maybe, like... Alien, either Xenomorphs no. or, like, a hostile alien race that's either trying to, A, enslave the entire planet, or, like, uses up for, mineral, like, uh, resources, which so I think, could destroy the entire planet. I think if we're going with pop culture references, Xenomorphs never, like, specifically came and overtook Earth. I think, pop culture reference-wise, for aliens, we're thinking Independence Day. Like, like concentrated attack on on multiple places in the planet so basically the most populated places in the planet i think that's probably your worst case scenario because yeah, xenomorphs think, never um, really invaded you know what i mean well okay but we could so yes we could use the pop culture reference or we could just say it's a hostile alien race that are similar to xenomorphs as far as like how they the, how dangerous they are but their goal so is to systematically wipe out the human race or take resources from the earth, therefore destroying the planet. Now, is that worse than machines uprising and taking over the planet and systematically wiping out humans? It's hard to say. 
I, I think aliens are worse because, like, if you're talking that scenario, you're talking Independence Day with xenomorphs controlling everything. <laughs> and if you're talking... I mean, that, that, that does Skynet, suck. Skynet. If you're talking Skynet, I mean, at least we might have some understanding of what's happening as it's happening. You know what I mean? Maybe Skynet also, like, it's like a mix of Skynet and Matrix, so they're just, like, harvesting us and putting us in little pods. Oh, which, Jesus. Don't bring the that Matrix That could be pretty bad, too, right? <laughs> that would be so bad. At least then, oh though, you wouldn't God. know. You'd be ignorantly bliss. Okay, so what's our worst case Planet of the Apes scenario? <laughs> I mean, Probably Planet of the Apes. Yeah, <laughs> what else could they really do? Together. They did enough, right? <laughs> Basically, if the flu hadn't wiped everyone out, and then like there was millions of monkeys all over the place that they started like proliferating way faster, and they just started taking over or something. I honestly think that that. Alien Invasion or Skynet is the worst. I think Alien Invasion would probably be the worst because if they have the capability of actually doing a full-scale like invasion of the Earth, their technology is... Th- there's no way we can combat that. At, I least, at least with robot sentience, it's something we've created ourselves. True. Is that better, though? Because then we couldn't even use our own technology to fight it. We're literally useless. I see your point. I see. I'm, your throw, point. I'm throwing a wild card out here. What about like an alien, like in the thing that has like assimilation abilities, where you like it assimilates society and starts like taking people out in mass, and you don't really realize that it's happening. That would just be terrifying. Like, if they that, did that, I would assume they don't have the capability to destroy us on a massive level, and we could just nuke their asses. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. I know you still haven't watched the thing, so when you do watch it, we're gonna revisit this. This Chris, point. you're but, gonna hate me. What? Samantha and I watched the 2011 remake of the thing like three nights ago. Did you like it? It's still a good movie. I liked it. Uh, well, we didn't finish it. We we did fall asleep, but not because it was bad. Just it was yeah. one of those things late at night. But I think I probably, based off of how you guys have described it, would have liked the original more. The original oh, is sure. way better. Yeah, I really liked that one, but the original is... Like, that one has some horrific stuff in it. But, okay, full circle. Robot sentience, definitely Skynet would be the worst. Alien invasion, we could have... There's a variety. Alien invasion is basically the great unknown coming in. Mm-hmm. Right. It could, be, it could even be Galactus or Thanos or the Chitari. Like, pick, take or your C- pick. C- Cthulhu-like gods, things like yeah. that, like Lovecraftian things. So I think probably that would be the worst to happen. But again, it's more like, you know, pull the slot machine arm and hope yeah, for the best. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely more up for debate. So there you have it. Let's go on to our next question. This one's mine. And I don't know how I came up with this. I was reading some kind of article and I just randomly came up with this. But all right. Would you rather, this is our first actual would you rather question. Would you rather find an Incan cursed treasure, like you have riches beyond imagination, but if you get that treasure and you are able to spend it, your life ages at one and a half times speed. So basically, like, if so you're... Thir- your, your lifespan's cut in half. Well, not, not necessarily half. Like, if you find it at 30 and then you live to... If you live another 30 years at 60, your actual age of your body is 75. So the amount of years that you live, cut that in half and add it to it. 
Okay. So, so if you find that treasure, that's your life or you live off of $25,000 a year for the rest of your life. Um, I mean, 25 K is pretty decent to live off of. Like you can't ever like get more than that. No, no. Yeah. Like you, the amount of money you have to spend every year. For the rest like of your si- life, no matter what. Side hustle and you can't, it, it just evaporates. You don't get that cash. Yeah. You, you <laughs> literally have, like, at the beginning of the year, you get 25K and you have to allot that for the whole year. That's I not mean, a lot. Uh, I think I would choose the greedy route and take the ink and treasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't even think I could afford a place to live here in Tampa for 25K a year. I'll live a little bit less long, but I'll live way nicer and more luxuriously. I agree. And that's why after I was talking to this question with somebody else, I upped the annual per year amount to 50K. To 50K? Mm. Mm. Now at 50K, I think that's pretty reasonable. Um now, when we talk about ink and treasure, how endless is this wealth? Can I literally do anything I want, basically? Un- uncounted riches. <laughs> yep, I'll take the ink and wealth. Thank you very much. <laughs> Age me up, please. I'm with yes. you. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Now, the question, I I, I, I was asking my brother this, and I said, well, what if I up, up it to uh, you live every year you age two years? So, like, you, you double the amount of time you age, which that's mm. a little bit different because – then you're talking if you're 30 and you live another 30 years, now you're 90. So you only got 30 years left on your life. That's 30 very prosperous years, though. I think I'll take the ink <laughs> in my the treasure. <laughs> and the other the, the other side Curse is me, the 50K. Daddy. Yeah, the other side is the 50K. But then, yeah, I mean, it's like, ah, uh, I don't really know. 50K for the rest of your life. It's <laughs> it's really it's dead. good. It's tempting. Yeah. I mean, it's a toss up for sure. That's a that's a pretty close one. I think when you count inflation, that shit ain't gonna be worth anything in thirty years. <laughs> True. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's let's assume that it scales according yeah. to inflation. Okay, so fifty K for the rest of your life and you get two and a half percent interest every year for inflation. There you go. <laughs> I'll still take the ink and treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Give me thirty good years. Give me endless riches. I, dude, I agree. I think, you could live I'm doing the so same thing. much in thirty. You could have so much. Hell in yeah. Thirty years with ink and treasure. <laughs> yeah, every everything that you've ever wanted to do, you can pretty much do if you had ink and treasure. Is there any other negative to the curse outside of the aging? Well, your your family, your spouse, been, your significant other, they all age normally. So you're, you're definitely that's, you're, that's, you're definitely that's a bonus. Out-age- <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're married like me, you're out aging your spouse, so they're going to be miserable. How are they going to be miserable? You're supplying them with endless riches. Get over it. First <laughs> in good treasure. All right, Brandon clearly is not married. <laughs> oh no, this is very well known. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, yeah. I think I think it's very hard to get me to say no to that curse. I think I think treasure. it's a unanimous in both scenarios that I listed. It's ink and treasure. Hell yeah. All right. This is my question. What is the most humiliating defeat? Is it the explorer from up who gets humiliated by an old man, a boy scout, 
a dog that was his dumbest dog and a random dodo bird? Is it Thanos who had all of the ability and all of the infinity stones and still lost to the Avengers? Which, by the way, are just Earth's mightiest heroes. Just Earth. True. Like, they got Captain Marvel and the Guardians of the Galaxy, but who else is from outer space? No one. Mm, yeah, I don't... I mean, people draw powers. Thor. Thor, Thor is, Thor. but... And, like, some of the characters draw powers from interdimensional beings, like Scarlet Witch, but... Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange as well. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Strange came from Earth, though. And same yes, but he draws Witch. his powers. They from both the draw their powers from the cosmos. From, yeah. True. Okay. So, Thanos, who lost, and, or Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, collectively, all the times that he did not get the jawbreaker. <laughs> you mean, wait, so Eddie, the, the actual main one? Eddie, I'm sorry, not Ed. I'm going to say that mm. Thanos is like the least embarrassing because he actually succeeded and then they used some fucking time travel shit. Yeah, they cheated. Okay. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'm probably going to go. I'm going to go the Explorer from up. I mean, how are you going to get defeated by that shit? I feel the same way. Like thinking about it, I think <laughs> you got beat out by an old ass man, a little Cub Scout. And then some animals, and you're like supposed to be this great explorer that's yeah. been all around the world, and this is what that that's your downfall, bro. I, I get that you're an older dude, but yeah, his now, name's Charles F. Munts, and he sucks. You have so many like sweet dog guardians that like do your bidding, and you still lose to this these chumps. No, uh-uh. Now, now Eddie is pretty embarrassing because that's like his sole goal in life. But you do have the Canker Sisters, the fucking trailer park bitches, <laughs> oh, God. that are like just a canker sore up his ass the entire time. So, <laughs> I, I I don't know if you can really. He's also like a middle school child, even though he looks like a eighty, like a maybe not eighty, like forty year old man. <laughs> the thing with they Eddie do look is old, that like, don't they? They do. <laughs> With Eddie, he kind of does it to himself. Like, he has all these schemes and stuff, but they're never, like, really all that well thought out. And also, he's putting himself with Ed, who is a big dummy that oftentimes thwarts his own plans. And it's his own fault for having him on his squad. Butter toast. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, is there anyone on that's not on this list that I came up with that you would throw in the ring for humiliating defeats? For the most humiliating defeat... Hmm. Uh, you know what? Most humiliating defeats, I think, goes to Swiper from Dora the Explorer, <laughs> who literally gets defeated every time you say his name three times, which is the dumbest thing. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, hell yeah. What an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, he deserves to be on that list. What about Ash <laughs> literally losing oh, every... No, you're right. Fucking, oh, in dude. every major league competition he ever has. Even though he wow. has like the most souped up Pikachu in the whole universe. That somehow I, gets downgraded to like base starting Pikachu again every time there's a new season of the show that loses like the starter Pokemon of a new region. Embarrassing. Um It should go to Pikachu, really. He's the he's the biggest like <laughs> embarrassment now, on Nash's team. Now that you brought up brought up like animated shows from my childhood, I'm thinking of when Joey Wheeler gets trapped in the Shadow Realm and 
he doesn't save his sister's eyes. <laughs> that one's pretty bad as well. Taking a big L. What about Steve from Blue's Clues when the first clue is very just obvious as to where? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He needs to go. <laughs> Please, Steve, just turn uh, around. But in the end, he does always get to the point. <laughs> and he lost he his perseveres job. through his ignorance. He lost no, his job he didn't to lose his, his job. Show. He went on to do greater things, which I'm oh, yeah? not what sure you what they in? are. <laughs> what do you see him in? You tell me what greater things Steve's been he was in. just. He was just done with Blue's Clues, I think. I think that's totally fair. He's a very accomplished writer. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I don't know. All right. Let me move on to my first Would You Rather, shall we? Let's. Would you rather only be able to play video games again for the rest of your life or only be able to watch movies again for the rest of your life? Nobody's going to be surprised by my answer. I want to play Jack and Daxter for the rest of my life no matter what. <laughs> I actually am surprised by that. I thought you were going to go movies. No, I'm I'm just kidding. It's it's movies for sure. It's definitely movies. Hmm. This is a really hard one. Um, it is. That's what that's what would you rather supposed to be? When it when it's movies and is it movies and TV or just films? No. Just films. You still have TV at any time you want. I love movies so much. But I, I game a lot too, dude. This is on. I'm honestly split, pretty much fifty fifty down the middle. What did you pick, Brandon? So my answer is definitely video games. They resonate a lot more with me. I get a lot more emotional from video games, mainly because you get to play the main character in those games. All of the emotions that the main protagonist should feel in like a movie, for example, you get to experience because it's you controlling that character. And you kind of get to set the story your own way by playing games. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. I only... Here's why I'm picking this. I only see the, the video game industry getting bigger and better as time goes on and more immersive and more like it's going to be have more titles and more stuff to do at all times, basically, more releases. So I'm going with that. Just because if, if there was the amount of games that were good... 
as there were amount of films that were good that were coming out, then it would be games by a long shot. But right now, like there's more good movies than there are games. All right. Fair enough. I guess we'll see you. Uh, oh, I guess we won't see you in the VR future, Trent, since you're choosing movies. You'll be sitting on your couch still watching from your garbage flat screen TV. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if at some point movies and video games intertwine, none of us get to watch any or play any. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> We're screwed. All the cinematics for every video game are cut. <laughs> okay, this is a wild card. I didn't, I didn't uh, clear this with the Geek Peak before I put it on here. I just randomly thought of it, but... You have one of these two animals to represent you in a fight to the death against the other. If they lose, you die. Do you choose like and and, and these are these are the biggest of their species. So we're talking Kodiak grizzly or silverback gorilla. Also, I just want to mention I've had this argument a bunch of times and Carlos Martinez, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I've also had this argument a few times, but not with a Kodiak grizzly. It's usually with gorilla and lion. And every day the of the lion week, I would say, definitely loses. I say every day of the week, I would say the gorilla comes out on top of that scenario. Okay. Th- that's not even a fair um, comparison. <laughs> like a fair. Hey, com- hey, hey, hey! hey. It, it just happens to be the question that we've argued before. And, and, and there were people backing the lion for some reason. I don't that's know what they're thinking. Dumb. That's well, the argument, the, the argument transformed into would King Kong or Aslan win yeah. the fight? <laughs> Which well, that's not fair because Aslan is a mythical creature. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, <laughs> if you're a good Christian, you pick Aslan. <laughs> but um. King this, Kong pick of atheists everywhere. <laughs> if we're talking about a Kodiak bear and a gorilla, I mean, I've always seen my spirit animal being the bear. I'm going to have to put my hat in the ring of the bear. Okay, also, Chris? The, after watching the movie The Revenant, I mean, that's enough to scare the shit out of anyone. True. <sighs> Honestly... I'm going to have to give it to the fucking gorilla. I feel like the gorilla one is more intelligent in general. So like he could pick up a log or something and hit the bear first or do some wild card shit that you wouldn't see coming because the bear only knows stand up on his hind legs, roar and then attack and use its huge, massive claws to pierce the flesh of the gorilla. Get out of here. Yeah, but the gorilla breaks bones. That's a big bear. I don't know. So Chris. I hear your point, but my argument has always been the Kodiak Grizzly. And here's my counter argument to your intelligence argument. I've watched videos of silverback gorillas fighting. Of bears eating gorillas. (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen a video in which a gorilla has used a weapon to fight. So people always use that intelligence question, but it's more of like a social intelligence. They do not, at least in what I've seen, and I've watched a lot of these videos, they have never used actual weapons to fight. What they do is charge and pound. So they basically charge and then swing. It's Donkey Kong is really like the base test for this. I mean, his attacks in Super Smash Brothers are basically what you're getting in a silverback gorilla fight. And so... You're, you have to assume that the gorilla could get 
the grizzly bear on its back and then just pound it into the ground. And I, I don't think that's possible because Kodiak grizzlies weigh, weigh on average like three times more than gorillas and they have fucking claws that can take the head off a moose. So here's one thing I want to say. What if we gave the gorilla a sensei to train him how to fight with weapons and we attached gloves that hold like a metal beam in one hand? So it's like Hulk hand gloves onto the gorilla so that he has to hold the weapon at all times and can swing it at will. Then what? <laughs> I mean, so so you're saying the the grizzly gets the no gorilla sensei? is. No, the the grizzly is just a. It's still just a big fucking bear, but the gorilla now can use weapons and has has a sensei that tra- taught him how to fight. I mean, if we're going Planet of the Apes, I <laughs> guess the gorilla. No, 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 no. He's not that smart. He's not Planet of the Apes smart. He just knows how to swing a a weapon around now. I still think that. I mean, think of the strongest fucking person, like. If you're going to crack a grizzly in the head with a steel beam, I don't think it's really going to do shit. I mean, I'm still on team bear either way, but <laughs> I'm <laughs> for just argument's pi- sake. So like, here's here's what I'd say. I'm picturing if in any circumstance the bear is not on its hind legs at any period of time, the grizzly could literally like hammer fist it in the spine and break its spine and then the bear is literally immobile. I've seen gorillas hammer fist each other and they don't break their spines. I'm just saying, like, the bear... So you're assuming the bear doesn't use one of its biggest defense mechanisms, which is getting on its hind legs and just absolutely going to town. So, I mean, if, if you're taking away the bear's biggest defense, I mean, I guess, maybe. Well, that's assuming the bear is defending. Because if the bear has to come to the gorilla, how's it going to... It's not going to walk on its hind legs, like... I agree, it'll probably It'll probably charge, but it wastes three times the amount as the gorilla. Basically, like the gorilla would have to actually knock out or incapacitate the bear, and they don't throw like fucking Conor McGregor punches at the bear's face. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they, it's just brute strength. So I'm just guessing brute strength versus brute strength. I'm going with the grizzly that weighs three times the amount and has claws that can rip into the gorilla flesh. By the way. I know this is very anti, like, PETA, but I would totally pay to see that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Bring back the gladiatorial coliseum. Let's see it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw this out there. On YouTube, you can type in Japanese insect fights, and it's, like, the most ridiculous weird shit. I've seen them, dude. They're crazy. (laughs) They're crazy. It's super crazy. It's, like, a bunch of different insects from all over the world fighting each other. All right, we've spent too much time on my question. Chris, <laughs> you're next. Okay. In a fight, would you take super stuffed, sweaty, post-firing interview Papa John or deep-thawed, old-timey, anti-Semitic Walt Disney in a fight? A day of reckoning will come. I'm not fighting what that man. I'm terrified fuck? of Papa John. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. I am terrified of Papa John, especially when he's really sweaty and red. So I would definitely take on Walt Disney just for his beliefs alone. (laughs) The meme of Peyton Manning saying, let my family go as he wins a Super Bowl (laughs) and Papa John is standing right next to him makes me terrified of Papa John. (laughs) Absolutely terrified. So you would rather fight Walt Disney? 
Yeah. Yeah, Walt Disney kind of looks like a dandy anyways. I think I could take him in a fight. Dude, you're going to thaw him out, and he's going to be like the most evil person on it. <laughs> <laughs> he has evil thoughts, but it doesn't empower him as far as strength. He could he'll, not imagine how evil his empire has actually become. True. He'll come out with telekinesis and the ability to come bring out his animations like, to life. He's going to come out and be like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're shooting, <laughs> you're shooting movies in the Uyghur camps in China? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm not even that fucked up. What are you insane? <laughs> Too far. So, okay. Pa- Mr. Papa... I ate 40 entire pizzas in the last 30 days. John has utterly won this fight, apparently, because I'm with you guys. I would not want to fuck with that guy right now. You couldn't even get your hands on him. He's so sweaty and greasy from all the pizza he's eaten. Oh, that's true. He's yeah. redder than the pepperonis at Papa John's. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> he's so red. Uh, I love that interview, though, on a side note. <laughs> There's a couple of videos on YouTube actually that frame it as like this really dark, menacing like interview. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny to watch. Highly recommend. Better pizza, better ingredients. Don't fuck me, I'll fuck you in the mouth. <laughs> Papa John's. <laughs> oh my god. Papa Yones. Alright, next one. Let's get a little uh this one's a little fun. Would you rather spend a romantic weekend with your celebrity crush? Anything goes, or spend a week partying with Ryan Reynolds, Danny DeVito, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Celebrity crush, I'm doing whatever I want to Margot Robbie. <laughs> it's and only it, two days though, you just get the weekend. Anything goes, but you have to wear a chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm partying with those Ryans. <laughs> I said the opportunity to party with Danny DeVito alone is enough to sway me, I think. Yeah. And then pounding <sighs> shots with The Rock. Yeah. That's to say you can't get some tail on the side. If you got those three as your wingmen, dude. I was going to say, actually, you might have a point there because those are great wingmen. You got Ryan Reynolds next to you? You're going to score probably. Danny DeVito. But actually, hold you on. Yeah, Danny DeVito next to you. You're definitely going to score. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll definitely score with Danny DeVito. Yo, Danny, I was about do to that say, penguin impression. If, <laughs> you've got, if you've got Ryan Reynolds next to you and you talk to 10 girls, all 10 girls are fucking Ryan Reynolds at the same time. You're not getting any of them. I'm just saying that you get to hang out with a legend and then two other guys that are kind of famous. I'm talking <laughs> Danny DeVito, baby. <laughs> Rum hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm choosing my favorite celeb. That's I'm I'm definitely choosing the weekend with my favorite celeb. Clean I got sexy time weekend. I gotta go spend a week partying with Brian Reynolds, Danny DeVito, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. One, it would be insane. Two, like you said, I have a chance to score potentially. Well, this is obviously assuming if we don't have significant others, but I have a I would have a chance to score on my own merit, and it a week is greater than one night. I mean, you're having a yep. chance to score with anybody that is not able to fuck Ryan Reynolds or The Rock. So, All I mean, right, what, are you, what not, are you really picking no, from at this? I, point? I'm assuming Ryan's going to be a good wingman though, and like pass 
some of the chaff off down to me, you know? You can't yeah. be a good wingman at that point. You can't. No matter how hard you try, <laughs> no matter how hard you talk any of us up, they are going to want to fuck Ryan Reynolds the entire time. There's no way. If, like, as good of an actor as he is, there's no way he can act good enough to not get a girl to want to fuck him over any of us. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not happening. Like, Danny you DeVito, my boy here, the completely different... I was going to say, you guys act different. like Danny DeVito isn't going to be pulling all the women in the entire Listen, don't, building. Don't forget you still have Danny DeVito and The Rock on your side. Who's going to be pounding tequila shots. Honestly, now, people, I would love to pound some Terramana tequila with The Rock. Hell yeah. I want the smartest people in the bar to come hang out with me and Danny DeVito. <laughs> the other two can go and... Well, actually, I would love to hang out with all three of them. Not going to lie, but... I, I would think just, it'd be a total blast just to be have a week long like <laughs> trip, just binge drinking and partying with those boys. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. All right, All so right. you guys, you guys win that one. Trent, disgust me <laughs> with your next question. All right, so my last question of the night comes in a two parter. I think the first part is super easy, so I'll, I'll give you guys a second part after this. But would you rather? Come every time you sneeze or poop every time you cough? Uh, the real hard-hitting questions here today. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I instantly knew, though. So I think it's less obvious every time you're just coming in your pants rather than shitting yourself constantly, which has a very distinct smell. So I think, And I don't sneeze as often as cough, so I think I'd be rather uh, come every time I sneeze. I 100% would rather come every time I sneeze <laughs> for multiple reasons. One, I have really bad allergies. So, like, at some point, that actually could be really great. But, two, like you is said, it, well, you can hold mask on. It. Is, is it a pleasurable thing, though? I was going to say, just, wait, like, it just so Chris ejaculates is, into your pants. <laughs> I think it's really funny that Chris is making the assumption that you're having an orgasm every time you sneeze. Yeah. I, I think it's just like an involuntary action where you just instantly ejaculate into your pants like <laughs> just unwarranted <my> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just my pants okay uh i'm still regardless of if i'm orgasming or not i'm coming in my pants as opposed to shitting myself every it's time easier I to hide <laughs> imagine if if you smoke cigarettes or vape or smoke weed and you it's like this man hasn't pooped in three days <laughs> someone get him some weed <laughs> Get so, this man a pack. <laughs> I agree with you guys, but my brother today said that he'd rather poop every time he coughed. And I was like, what? Is he insane? <laughs> he just says he doesn't cough that much. I'm like, how yeah, often do you I, fucking sneeze? I don't care. <laughs> duty pants. It's all good. <laughs> so, so that one's kind of easy. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my variable. All right. So the, <laughs> every time you sneeze, you blow out your britches with just the nastiest ass fart. Or every time, every time you poop, you black out for five minutes. Like on the you, toilet? Yeah, you just black out, <laughs> unconscious, five minutes. Gone. Is there the danger of falling off the toilet seat? Oh, yeah. You, you are blacked out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, knowing that that's what's going to happen every time I take a shit, I think I would take that one and just have a harness slash seatbelt ready for myself like the South Park episode. What happens if you're at work, though? Or like it's an emergency? It's only five minutes. I'd have to find a device that would like I'd have to like build my own thing that I could like bolt to the wall and belt me in. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure like your employer would understand if you have this medical condition where you black out every time you take a shit, they'll give you five extra minutes for (laughs) for a break. Wait, so what was the second option besides blacking out? Every time you sneeze, you have a blowout your britches fart. Oh, my God. Like. And it's uh, nasty. Skid, skid, skid mark to all hell, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's awful. Those yeah. vile smell you can imagine. I'll take the poop blackouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> At least then I'm in the, the privacy of like a, a restroom or something. <laughs> Give me shelter. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been the second or third time that we lost majority of our female listeners on the Geek <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And yeah, we're like poop. Okay, so would you rather only speak in Lord of the Rings quotes or SpongeBob quotes? Um, I think I'd rather just speak in Lord of the Rings quotes. I think people would look at me like I'm insane, but I'd still prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because if I was only doing like SpongeBob quotes, like I guess either way, like they're going to think you're memeing the entire time. But at least then you're choosing a a sophisticated brand like Lord of the Rings. (laughs) There's a lot more material for SpongeBob. There is. You could definitely say a lot more things with SpongeBob. I'm just trying to think of all the things that I could answer to. Give me the formula. (laughs) Chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> I remember chocolate. I always hated it. <laughs> and now that I've got you right where I want you, I'd like to buy all your chocolate, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you would have to uh you'd have to get creative in some of your responses for both. There's a lot of good answers to or there's I I'm ready is a good answer to a lot My of leg <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha high tide. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the flip side of that, the Lord of the Rings. I mean, you can always just yell, "The beacon is lit." That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you it- shall not pass. <laughs> Anytime someone's bothering you with some problem, why do you lay these troubles on an already troubled mind? You know what I say to my dog all the time when Samantha feeds him in the morning at like 6 a.m.? I'm like, <laughs> I do the second breakfast. <laughs> what about 11sies? <laughs> uh, you can also be romantic. It's me. It's your Sam. <laughs> it's me. Your Sam. Uh, there's so much. There's versatility. I think I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings. I, I think like you sound Lord like a no- too. more of a normal person with Lord of the Rings quotes yeah, rather than SpongeBob quotes. You are a sophisticated 
man of Gondor. Or you could sound like one of those creepy internet trolls that uses the phrase milady at the end of every sentence. They don't we, say milady in Lord of the Rings. They don't, but same, but, but same vibe. You can't deny, same vibe. True. <laughs> now I'm racking my brain for Lady Galadriel quotes. The power of the three rings has ended. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> when, when the condom breaks. So I'm a choosing Chris. You would also choose Lord of the Rings. Is, is this correct? <laughs> I would absolutely choose Lord of the Rings. Okay. Now, I, I assumed you would. <laughs> right, now, would you only, do Lord of the Rings over Star Wars? That's exactly what I was about to ask. The only other oh. little stipulation. No. Uh, um... I'd go Star Wars for sure. So in, you guys in our chat, you guys know this. My favorite gift to send when I'm like, okay, gotcha. Or like, I understand what you're saying. It's Roger Roger with the fucking Roger, droid. Roger. Yeah. I think I would still go Lord of the Rings. You know how many times if I could only speak in Star Wars quotes, I would just go, you will try. <laughs> <laughs> I can continue using abusing the sand gif. Oh God, please! I, I will say with like both SpongeBob and Star Wars, you have more things to say because there's more material to work with. So you definitely have the advantage there. I'm picking Lord of the Rings regardless. I still choose Lord of the Rings as well. <laughs> I just love the style of speaking in it too. Same. So anytime I could quote someone, it would just be like, "A red sun is rising. Blood has been spilled on this day." <laughs> Fettle hide! <laughs> Bring him down! <laughs> okay, Brandon. Let's Somehow right. Palpatine so has returned. <laughs> That'd be yeah, my dead that in, normal, in normal conversation, they're going to think you're fucking insane. <laughs> That's my just, favorite quote. You just turn to your coworker, the dead speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm never talking to that fucking guy again. <laughs> All right, my final question. Would you rather, now this gets a little existential here, would you rather live the same day again for a year, like a Groundhog Day situation, or not be able to remember the last day for five years? So like okay, you have, I have, I have 50 questions. first dates for five years, or you have a Groundhog Day for one year? I have questions. Do I get to pick my day in no. either scenario? Nope. I'm it picking be the anything. one year. I'm picking the one year. It's much less time. It is much less time. This is true. But now, if it's a shitty day, oh my god, that'd be so awful. So you can make what you will of it, similar to like Groundhog Day or Palm Springs, though. Like you can manipulate what you do in that day because you know that it's the same day. Mm, yes, then that is definitely the answer. I'd rather do that. But I mean, okay. again, if you if you pick the other side, it's not like you even know what's going on. So you're, true, you're kind of blissfully unaware. Do you but, age in the second scenario? You age both ways, yeah. Yeah, I'm picking Groundhog Day because you can, after after like a few weeks of trying to figure out what's going on, you can just do whatever you want with no consequences. So I'm, I'm going Groundhog Day for sure. And Chris, but then you, you also have ground- that existential crisis where it's like, yes, you are more aware of what's going on, but also you have no sway of what's actually going to happen because everything's going to be erased again the next day. and You have to start all over again. But it's only one year. You know how many years of my life I've lost to indecision? I feel like you would lose track of how far along in the year you are at that point, though. I feel like an eternity. Um, I mean, if you're aware of what's going on, maybe you're, not. You're, 
You're not necessarily wrong because it's not yeah. like you can write it down. Yeah. But but every day you would just mentally that would be the number one thing top of mind I guess to to be able to get through it. I'll say this though, at the end of the day, 5 years is definitely worse than 1 year. For um, sure. Cuz you basically have one lost year compared to 5 years where you you live normally but you don't remember any of it, so technically those are basically just lost to you. But Drew Barrymore's character lived a very fruitful life, even though she couldn't remember what was happening the past day. Can you imagine how terrifying it would be waking up every day pregnant, like seven months pregnant, and not knowing what's happening? Yep, that would be terrifying. <laughs> not that any of us man. would experience that. <laughs> Were there luckily fucking I'm a xenomorphs? Man. Are there xenomorphs on this planet? <laughs> if you're a woman, it'd probably be much harder in that scenario. Mm-hmm. I think personally myself, I would also choose Groundhog Day scenario. Um, I think it would get a little bit maddening, but also being ignorant of everything that's happened in the past five years and then kind of like coming out of that dream state at the end of it would also be really strange to be like, what just happened the last five years? Living the same day over and over again, too, gives you an opportunity to do things that you never would have done. It's true. It kind of it kind of scratches that what if itch for a little bit. I would almost want that to happen. I'd almost be like, yeah, I'll take that for a year. And then you can live the rest of your life just knowing that you've done things with no consequences or knowing what the consequences of those actions would be. I guess it's more of an existential crisis where similar to like Groundhog Day, like you don't know. If I was about to say the better question, loop. the better question would be you don't know when it ends, yeah. which would be torturous. Ooh. That would be awful. Yeah. yeah. So if that was a stipulation. So I let's say that it's go with the five both years. of those scenarios, but you don't. They will end at some point. You know that, but you don't know when. <clears throat> Ooh, you don't know when. You, like, so you know it will end at some point? You know at some point it will end. It can be tomorrow. It could be five years from now. It could be 20 years from now. So it's basically living with the knowledge that this could be potentially close to the rest of your life or every day restarting, not knowing what happened in the last day. Yep. That's a better question. Cause that one's a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. because after, after let's say one year, I would welcome a year of doing that in groundhog day. But after about one year, I think I would slowly just start to lose my mind. Yeah. I feel like you'd start to go insane after something like so that. I, I think in, in that, that scenario, scenario, I think I would take the 51st States kind of, loss of memory yeah amnesia because then at least i still get to experience new things every single day and it is a new day and it's not like you forget what happened before you get into this like mental state yeah it's like you I know who you I are kinda, if that's a stipulation if i don't have the one year absolutely i know when that's going to end that i'd probably pick the 51st state scenario but even then that would be scary too but at least you're at least you're like blissfully ignorant you don't know Mm -hmm. this is true i think i'm gonna go with the so like it's just an undetermined timeline yep like it's not even like between five and 12 years maybe it could be a year maybe it's 20 years no way no way for which one no way i'd live the same day over again for potentially 20 plus years Hmm. Yeah. No way. 
Even that's, that's like because because there's a line of when no consequences becomes no like impact or no like legacy or no real like mm-hmm. no productivity basically. Like you get to a point where it's like, what the fuck? Did, like, what did I do with my life? I spent my whole life on a time loop, doing nothing. Like, at least if you're gonna make mistakes and not be able to remember them, at least you're like doing something. You're changing the way that the world is day to day. True. True. The world is is advancing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not in the fifty first state scenario. For example, the world still is moving on, yeah. whether you remember it or not. Yeah. Damn, Brandon, you leave us with a deep one. I'm asking about Lord of the Rings versus SpongeBob. Well, I had, to, I had to end with something a little bit more serious after talking about poo poo and pee pee for a little bit. I was going to say, <laughs> my questions involved cum and poop. <laughs> well, the Geek Peak is designed to bring you a higher level of humor. Call it highbrow. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I think that's all of our would you rathers. We will be coming at you guys with some more would you rather episodes throughout the years. We've got a ton of questions on deck. We didn't even scratch the surface with the amount of questions that we have. It's true. We have so much lined up. Chris, I, I think it's I think you'll probably come out with a poll on on social media this week about some of these questions. You can make some up yourself or reuse some sure. of the ones. But everybody be on the lookout. Um for that on social media we'd love to hear your feedback and get some comments on that absolutely that'll be on twitter we'll probably do uh at least two of these questions that were on here yeah and if you have any like would you rathers for us we'd be happy to answer those as well yeah send us in social media hit us up with an email whatever you want everybody <laughs> please go check us out on geekpeakpod.com you'll find all of our social media links on there Please go check out our merch webpage. We've got a lot of good swag on there. Also, on whatever podcasting platform you use, please, if you are able to, go leave us a review. Uh, we love to hear your feedback, and it helps legitimize us as a podcast. Everybody goes to look at us, and they say, oh, look at all those five-star reviews. Please leave us five stars. Anything else you guys have to say before we log off for the night? Yes. I wanted to say this. If you have either a beer recommendation or liquor recommendation that we can get here in Florida or one that you think is disgusting that you want to... I was just about to say, if you you know a really bad one, we're going to need one fairly soon. So hit us up. We're going to have another nasty drink episode. So Uh, outside of that, that's, that's it. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right, everybody, we're going to hop off this mountaintop, and we'll see you guys next week at the Summit of the Geek Peak. Later.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.